and welcome to episode 5 of Talking Jacks. On a jam-packed episode today, we've got four games to discuss. Um, starting with our tough road trip up in Canada, where unfortunately Beatless died. And also we're going to look ahead to this week's two-game homestand at the Plex, where uh, the Jacks will look to extend their lead in the Eastern Conference. Today, as always, I'm joined in studio by Ben Goshorn to bring his thoughts and some fun stats. How are you today, Ben? Hey, doing good, all things considered. A little a little sad after losing to Ottawa, of course, but I guess we'll jump into Toronto, our first game up north, right? Yeah, and I mean, we, we haven't tasted defeat too many times this year, so we're a little bitter today. Yeah, I mean... I th- what was that, like our fourth loss of the season? I believe just the fourth loss yeah. and the first one in a... Two in, months. Yeah. So it's been a while. Yeah, that was our fourth loss. So. I should, probably should have had that off the top of my head. But yeah, fourth loss of the season. Um, but yeah, Toronto, we played first, of course. Mm-hmm. And I didn't expect anything from Toronto. Even considering we obviously played a kind of reserve roster, um, I really didn't expect much of anything from Toronto. Now... It's worth noting that they had uh, Jordan Hamilton. Oh, God, what's what's his first name? Hamilton. Jordan Hamilton. Jordan Hamilton. Okay, yeah. 22, uh, who I'm pretty sure has played some time in the MLS. Or here and there, a little scattered around. I'm not sure. They talked about him a lot. The uh, announcers were, like, really excited about him. Yeah. But, you know, Big Toronto is one of the best teams in MLS. Exactly. It's kind of it could possibly be like a Romario Williams situation down in Charleston where the uh, team has a lot of attacking talent up top with Josie Altador and uh, Sebastian Giovinco, you know, mm-hmm. two of the better strikers in the league. So you know he's kind of going to be stuck stuck with the twos. Yep. Um, but l- lucky for Toronto too that he was there mm-hmm. because he with he was a one man show really for them. I mean, scored both goals. He was fantastic. But. Also, I mean, he led the attack. Every counterattack they had, it seemed like he it was him getting on the end of a through ball or him just driving at one of our defenders. Um, we yeah, did it, we did really well. well. Even yeah. that uh, their midfielder, I guess maybe he was up top too. The I think his name was Endo. Endo, yeah, he, he was really well good too. too. He he um he impressed me too. I didn't know, like I said, I didn't know too much about Toronto other than the couple times I've seen him now. Yeah, they didn't seem to have much of an attacking effort. They had Jordan Hamilton this time, which I hadn't seen before. But they played really well against us. They played pretty pretty consistent, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, they held their own. They didn't feel like we were playing a team that was 14th in the league. Let's put it that way. No, uh, I think there were moments, though, where you saw why they were in last place or next to last place. They had a few counterattacks where they had like a three-on-one, and they yeah. just they couldn't do anything with it, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the first half. I think we kind of corrected that a little bit in the second half but there were some nervy moments there uh in the first half especially on the counterattack. and I think part of the reason why is just our style of play where we're trying to be extremely attacking we're splitting the center backs getting our fullbacks up the field so if we have a quick turnover like that we're going to be susceptible to a counterattack anytime yeah. so when you've got a guy with the speed of Hamilton Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's always going to be a threat against us, but I think we did an okay job handling him. Yeah, um, all things considered, he was he was really good on the ball too. Like when he had his moments, he he took yeah. him obviously and scored the two goals. For yeah, Toronto. unfortunately, the last goal. Um, yeah, that was so. That there's honestly, I don't know what anybody on our team could have done other than maybe no. get the ball before it got to him. You know, yeah. maybe deflect the the pass or or fa- you know. 
just it was an absolutely incredible individual effort by him to to get that ball mm-hmm. to make such a smooth turn and hit that ball at the pow with the power and the um, the curve that he put on it. Yeah, it you know he put it in the tough, was, tough space to spl- exactly. block it obviously, and it wasn't. Yeah, he um, he put it in the perfect spot, and Mizell even looked like he had it covered. It just went it just went around him. It was mm-hmm. a spectacular individual effort on the second goal. Um, but I guess we can go back a little bit and talk about some of our guys. Um, you know, we've been clamoring for Jaime Siaj to get some more playing time. Mm-hmm. And in this one, he did. He got the start, and he, he really impressed me. He exceeded he really well. expectations in my mind. There were moments where I think he was trying to do a little too much. There were some back heels and mm-hmm. uh, kind of tricky flicks that he was doing maybe in our own defensive half early in the game. Yeah, uh, that I do remember that. That's maybe we're sure. a little ill-advised. But when he gets on the ball, he is attacking. He's going right at the defender. He's got a mm-hmm. lot of confidence and a lot of skill uh, with his dribbling, which was great to see. It's great to see a player um, who can attack one-on-one and win the yeah. battle. Alex Martinez does that really well, and he kind of filled mm-hmm. in for Alex Martinez. I was surprised that, that he's played on the wing, though, to be honest okay. with you. I, I'm not surprised because if, okay. you, uh, if you go back and look at some of his highlights from Pfeiffer – Mm. Um, a lot of the time he was playing out on the wing. I'm not sure if they really? had. A, okay. I'm not sure if it was he started out up top and then shifted out wide, or if he started out wide. Okay. Like a lot of his um, highlights were him attacking down the left side. Interesting. Okay. I honestly thought he was a a striker up top. Um, and it, when I first saw the starting lineup, I was hoping personally that Townsend was going to be on the wing and Siaj was going to be in the middle. Yeah. Um, being our lone striker in essence, but that. Didn't really happen. Um, Townsend was definitely outplayed entirely by Siaj, regardless of where they were playing on the field. Um, I thought Ekra and, and Siaj had a good chemistry, though, I would feel yeah. like, um, all things considered. Um, I mean, we, we were playing Toronto, but I think this was Ekra's best game of the season. Um, I know I was looking at his stuff earlier uh, today, but he, he was really good on the ball. He was very... Um, very poignant on where he wanted to pass and whatnot. I mean, he had he did end up having a above ninety percent accuracy uh, with forty four passes on fifty eight touches, which I thought was really good. I mean, he obviously was not, and I don't think he ever will be. I think we had to kind of, kind of the conclusion of this that he's not going to be a a target guy. He's not going to yeah. put the ball on frame, but that's not really what he's meant for at this point. No, I think um, which I'm fine with. I think we have kind of figured out what we think his role should be. Um, and that's most of the time coming off the bench, um, kind of solidifying the midfield, mm-hmm. maybe as a more defensive-minded. Um, not really. He's not an attacking option. I don't know. I hope we don't see him playing up top ever again. Yeah. Um, as long as he, if, if he doesn't have somebody that's going to put the ball on frame and it's going to attack the goalkeeper above him, Yeah. Jorge Herrera, Enzo Martinez, um, even Spees maybe, I'll throw him in there. I don't think he's going to be as effective in that role. Yeah. Um, but I think he did really good. That's something I'll take away from this game. Uh, but, yeah. Um, Kalungi also had a spectacular pass to set up the – I guess that was the go-ahead goal um, where he took the ball around the half halfway line and just put in that beautiful long pass over the top to Siaj, who did yeah. really well to finish. Mm. Um, I, you know, Kalungi really does that. to see. Uh, two or three times a game, and a lot of times it doesn't come off. Yep. Um, but he's shown a lot of skill with the ball at his feet for a center back. Yeah. 
there's games, it's at least once a game, he, he will turn around a midfielder who's pressing him with the ball, and he's just so calm and cool. Yep. And you can tell he, he the uh, maybe the teams don't really expect that coming from a center back. Mm-hmm. So it's great to see. Because he's a taller guy, too. He's a, he's he's a, a big very, guy. He's, he's probably a big the, framed guy. The, you know, he's our, our big, burly defender. You know? Yeah. Uh, Duckett's more long and lanky, mm-hmm. but Kalungi's definitely – uh, got the got the muscle and the, I don't know the broad shoulders that you sometimes see down there in the back line, um, but it it was all around it was a disappointing result I mm-hmm. think just because of the way it happened you know the Jordan Hamilton goal was in like the ninety third minute I think yeah. it was and what, that was right was after like a four minute stoppage time and I think he scored yeah. in the third minute of it it was it, it kind of it was one of those it felt like a loss because of the way it, it happened did. but. And, you know, something we haven't even mentioned was the red card. Um, yeah. And, and that was – it was probably not a, a good decision to go in as hard as he went. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was an unlucky result um, exactly. as far as the red card. You know, he's not going – he wasn't going into that challenge trying to go studs to the face. It exactly. Just, both players went sliding in 50-50. It was just and, an awkward he exchange. Got, yeah, we got the kind of short end of the stick on the result. Um, yeah. But, you know – Looking back on it, you can definitely say uh, maybe Donnie Smith should have just pulled up and maybe stayed out of that challenge just for the sake mm-hmm. of, you know, we had the momentum. We had just equalized. It looked like we were about to score again. Yeah, it was um, unfortunate. It was amazing after that to see – it didn't feel like we were down a man at all. No. It felt like almost Toronto was because if I remember right, thereafter – when was that red card? I this. think it was around the 68th minute. 65th minute. 65th so it was minute. so it was early. Yeah, it was it I was mean, 3 minutes after we had the the own goal which may have been scored by David Estrada but Opta doesn't want to so give So they us haven't a goal. changed that yet. It still was it's an still own goal an by own the goal? goalkeeper. Okay. Yeah, it's still an own goal. Um, well, definitely that's is. That's wrong. Cuz yeah, it was it was definitely weird. either Joel Johnson or David Estrada. Um, yeah. you know, we we asked on Twitter if Estrada got a piece of that and he hasn't gotten back to us. So <laughs> Uh, I guess for now, we'll just leave it as an own goal. Yeah. I think that's wrong, but it is what it is. Um, I guess Opta's not changing their mind. No. It's been a few days. They're very stubborn. Yeah. So, anyways, that that game, I hope it's not one that comes back to bite us at the end of the year, come yeah. uh, like playoff seed times, because we've talked about this a lot. It, it's very important to be playing at home in the playoffs. I would I would certainly agree with that, especially considering – um, who, where we'd have to travel to if we don't have, because if we can get home field advantage in the playoffs, that's going to be a huge thing for us. Yep, the um, team is undefeated in Matthews. Yeah, and has honestly looked. Um, they've, they've, their form has been much better at home than on the road. Um, so with that, I think we'll kind of move on to Ottawa. Yeah, I think it's a good transitioning point, and in the Ottawa game, honestly. As you you obviously know too, or stated last time when we did the preview for Ottawa, you didn't know much about the team. I didn't know much about the team either. Yeah. To and be honest, I still don't know much about the team because yeah. the stream that I watched um, <laughs> oh cut out God. every two minutes. I I did not watch the game live. And yeah, I did not either. I was in Asheville. Uh, I was in a wedding for yeah. my buddy. Shout out to Johnny for getting married. Woo. He's not listening to this. Congratulations. I know, but. Johnny, you um, said? This yeah, is Johnny. Yeah, congratulations, Johnny and Johnny. Marshall. Congratulations, <laughs> guys. Hope you're enjoying your honeymoon. Woo! Um, but so I came back and watched it today, Monday. Yeah. Um, and the stream literally cut out. I swear it was every two minutes. The Just, first half was freeze. unwatchable. Um, and so I don't. I didn't get a great idea of 
how the game went. Like, it, I, obviously, with the stream cutting in and out like that, I couldn't tell if there was a flow on the field. No, it was it was so frustrating too because I, for the first time in a while, I turned off all my notifications on everything. I was gonna watch it when I got home that night, and I was like, I was really hesitant because I kind of wanted to just know what the score was. You were doing so the I knew Chris going Davis. I was doing the Chris Davis, and for the first time in a long time, it was successful. <laughs> so I went into it not really knowing, and I think two minutes into the game, maybe, maybe even a minute into the game, the audio was way off. I noticed that. Yeah, that and was that was probably the worst part. Well, that that's when I knew because I remember Chris had mentioned the Louisville games stream was all jacked up with the audio. That's when I knew something wasn't right. Yeah. Um, but like I said, first half was almost unwatchable. The only audio I did catch, which this honestly frustrated the heck out of me, um, was. Do you remember the tackle that uh, Lewis had about midfield? It was maybe like five minutes into the game. Um, was that the one where he got kicked, or was that later mm-hmm. in the game? He he got kicked. It was five minutes into the game. It was okay. right about halftime. Medical staff came on, and Ottawa fans were booing him because he came right back on, which, okay, I kind of understand. No one likes people that flop, but don't boo a player that just <laughs> got cleated in the leg. Like I don't know. That's that's just a was that the, frustrating part to me. That was the one where the guy got the yellow card and he was like, like what yeah. I do. I mean, yeah. it was kind of an awkward exchange. So I don't think it was malicious at all. No, he just um, they both went for the ball and I think he just kicked Lewis right uh, right above the shin guard maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which I mean that hurts. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's not like it's gonna knock you out for the game, but you know you need to take a second to collect. I yourself. think anyone that gets kicked in the leg is gonna take a moment to collect <laughs> their thoughts, whether they're on a soccer field or not. Yeah. Uh-huh. But the uh, that game, as far as I could tell, it wasn't our worst game. <laughs> I don't think so either. But um, I think we uh, that first goal we gave up the set piece. It's hard to really blame anybody on our team. The guy mm-hmm. kind of just he headed the ball straight down and it yeah. bounced over. I don't. I honestly don't know how it bounced in because it was I mean the ball was whipped in with a lot of pace. Yeah, and the, it was the perfect location. The Give guy it headed it straight down, and I and I think he maybe have got a little assist from the turf, because uh, I potentially I, I don't know if this is if this is played on grass. I'm not sure that it takes as dramatic of a bounce as it did, and I yep. think Cody Mazel had it covered. He was heading in the right direction. It just bounced yep. over him, um, but you know it's it is what it is. You can't sure. you can't do anything about the playing surface. Nope. As we know. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Sand, grass, or turf. Yep. No matter the surface, uh, you got to play with what you got. <laughs> yep. Um, which his name, the goal scorer was named Eddie Edward. I think yeah. that was interesting. And I think that is his full name. Is I he... noticed that. It's weird because on... <laughs> is he Edward Edward or is it Eddie? Ooh. <laughs> maybe, maybe his, his That's name like is... That's like a... His uh... legal name is actually Edward or That's... Eddie. But it's weird because <laughs> on the USL's website... It looks like his last name is Eddie Edward. Like on here, where just is their last name for the player, it's Eddie Edward. So oh. it, it, I thought that that made me laugh when I saw that. Um, but yeah, I mean, he they made they put it on frame. They had a really good. They took advantage of their opportunities, which yeah. is really a theme of the whole game. Um, they took advantage of theirs. We didn't necessarily. Yeah, it was. Um, I want to say it was kind of similar to when we played Louisville at home, um, where. I think we yeah. might have had more shots on goal in this one. Um, no, I'm pretty sure they they had more shots on goal. Did did they? Okay. Yeah, they had more shots. Only barely. They had 13. Oh shots. wow, we only had one shot on target. Okay. Yeah, so, we did not have very many shots on. We target. We had 11 um, shots total, but which is definitely something 
going over random stats and trying to figure out what the heck happened, to be honest with you. Because um, it didn't feel like we played terribly, but it just felt like we didn't – we weren't cohesive enough. We weren't yeah. uh, precise enough. And well, I think we were really missing Alex Martinez. Um, oh, yeah. We started Jan Ekra out as the left midfielder, um, yeah. kind of in the Alex Martinez role. But as we, as we spoke about – Mm-hmm. Jan Ekra is not an attacking player. No, um, and he doesn't fill he, the role that Alex. No, does, definitely not. Alex think. is Alex is an engine for us offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, when he gets the ball, he makes things happen. Yep. Whether that be a pass or he'll drive at somebody down the left side and put in a like a like a cross or a back pass, or he'll or take somebody on, draw a foul. Yeah. Take somebody on, take a shot. You know, Alex is always. Uh, making a big difference. He's always got his head towards the goal. Exactly. And Jan Ekra is not that. Jan Ekra is a guy that can hold up the ball well. Mm -hmm. He can distribute the ball in the midfield. He's not going to put in a cross. He's not going to really put in that final ball. And he's not really. And I was surprised to see him out wide there at that point. I was too. I I I, I love when he's on the field because I feel like he really does contribute to the team in a positive way. Yeah. But I don't think. I don't think that's the role that he needs to fill, personally. I mean, it's it, Coach Jeffries has made a lot of good calls, and there's no denying that he's a fantastic coach. Um, and honestly, I think we got the best of Ottawa. Um, like, they played the best yes. game they've probably played all year. Because um, yeah. up until this point, I remember seeing it, they really have not beat anybody. Like, we're easily yeah, the best a, team that they beat. That's a big win uh, for them. Or, yeah. And I they, believe we'll see them again pretty pretty soon, um, before yeah, the end of the season. from now. Um, one thing I noticed is I think I think Coach Jeffries did do a good job with the substitutes. Um, I think he saw that we were in trouble after the yeah. second goal. And again, it's kind of becoming a theme. It's it's not a good theme. We're giving up goals early in the second half. I think mm-hmm. this might be fifty second minutes when we let up. I believe the this goal. is the third game in a row, maybe, mm. where we've let up. Was Toronto? Did Toronto score in the first half or the second half? I'm gonna double check that now. They uh, scored. Ooh, they scored. They scored yeah, right off in the minute. 49th, and so I, it was really, really early. And I believe yeah, halftime the, just seems to be an enemy to us at this point, unfortunately. I believe against Louisville, they scored around the 48th. So it's starting yeah, to get. Yeah, that's right. 48th minute. Yep. I mean, three. What is it? Three is a trend. Isn't that the, the saying? I think that's what it is. So yeah. I, that's a trend. I Two think is a we pattern, definitely. Three is a trend. Something like that. Yeah, that's know. something we definitely need to reverse um, coming up in these next couple games. Because it's just when you go down two nil, that's mm-hmm. that's a tough road to climb against any team, regardless of their quality. Yeah. Um, I think I'm, I was surprised to see Coach Jeffries take off Estrada. I was too. Um, I don't to know if that was a fitness issue. It could have been. Or I mean, what? we could have been trying to save him for the steel yeah, game a little bit. Could be bit. that as well. Um, I was surprised to see because. Wait one second. Yeah, Siage came in for Estrada, for Estrada, which I was surprised about. I, I think I would have rather seen Siage for Ekra. Yeah, um, that's honestly what I thought in the moment. That, yeah. I thought that we needed to swap that um, maybe more conservative attacking mm-hmm. mindset for a, an attacking mindset towards the goal. Um, so I was a little surprised by that too. Um, but it was it's, it's, it's interesting looking at stuff too because we almost had – twice as many passes as they did the whole game. Um, we had 497, and they had 257 passes. Uh, 
we surprisingly had a really good accuracy for passing too. Like me and you had talked about this before, and honestly, and I talked to Chris about this too. I thought for sure we had a terrible passing game. Yeah, which is what was contributing to the fact that we didn't do very well. Mm-hmm. But we had an eighty-one point nine percent passing accuracy, which is above our normal accuracy or average. So I was surprised by that. They also were not very good at passing, which is from what I've looked at with their stats is a trend for them. They had sixty-six percent passing accuracy, but um, yeah, I mean and we I, had like sixty-six percent of the possession too. We just didn't yeah and turn really those into the, shots on target, unfortunately. Yeah, 66% possession and um, only one shot on target is not a good return on that possession. I think this was one of those games where we just couldn't find that final pass. Um, It was kind of similar to uh, maybe one of those games earlier in the season where we we struggled without uh, like a target striker. I think this is a game where if if we'd have had a, a true target striker, we could have maybe stolen a goal. Although, I mean, we had that free kick um, towards the end of the game, which is not in yeah. the highlight package. <sighs> but I talked about it with you and Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and Lewis I still Hilton, I think it may have been Duckett. I that could, got it was, it was somebody with, with pink cleats. I think <laughs> it was it was either Duckett or Spees. But yeah. the, the camera never zoomed in, and there were, they only showed one replay, and the defender was kind of in front of our player uh, based okay. on where the camera was going. Was I facing. only saw it the one time when I was watching that. Right, and the then game, and the header glance, it was a great ball from Hilton. Yeah, it was Hilton a, can really put in a free kick. He's done it a handful of times, yeah. if I recall right. Um, and he put it in the right spot. It just, we unfortunately and it, didn't and it connect was a, with it. It was a good header. It just went just a little bit wide, yeah. and that would have been the equalizer. That would have been, made it 2-2. Um, and you know who knows what would have happened from there, yeah. but you know at the end of the day it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Beatless came to an end. Yeah. Uh, franchise record or tied franchise record of yeah. twelve games unbeaten. Um, we only now like they, dozens of things, not Baker's dozens of things. Yeah, apparently. they can start a new trend or yeah. a new not sorry not a new trend a new streak. Yes, uh, starting this Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ESPN USL game of the week, I believe, is the terminology. Is, yeah. It, it's a um, random thing they do. It, it is a random thing they do. It's and weird because whenever they do it, it doesn't seem to really be like... Not that, okay, I was about to say something that makes us sound really bad. I was about to say that it doesn't seem like it's the marquee game of the week. It's just a random game. Well, it's, But I'm still glad we're here. It's that a sounds Wednesday terrible night, to say it's, that. It's a Wednesday night thing, it's, which is odd. It's yeah, the game yeah, yeah. of the week. Very true. But it's on a Wednesday. So, mm, yeah. obviously, we're you know we're pushing the attendance for this one, but it's mm-hmm. a Wednesday. You're, you're going to yeah. miss... A lot of things, and I think um, it's just it's just a weird promotion that the USL it's, does yeah. um, to have the game of the week on Wednesday. But you know, regardless of that, we're playing Bethlehem Steel. Um, but it's an important game. It is. This is With a big clustered game. Clustered as the standings are right now in the middle, um, Bethlehem jumped up to sixth too. Um, yep. Which they can. They've won yeah. both games since we faced them last and thrashed them. Yeah, but they the interesting thing is they just beat Toronto and then Ottawa. Yep, and so, we just lost or we just lost to Ottawa and yeah. drew Toronto. So based on form, they could beat us, but yeah. you but know, the last two games they uh, lost before that were against Richmond and us. And us. So but we obviously did, we we destroyed them. I was looking at that um oh, I wish I had that up right here. I'm going to try to It's 4-0. This. I've got all the stats up here. What do you want to know? I was trying to see. I was trying to go over all the random stats. We just annihilated them. We yeah, had fifty percent. Yeah, that was a. That was one of our best games. That was a game yeah. where I didn't quite see the whole. I kind of missed here and there, mm-hmm. um, a few things. 
Oh, it looks like uh, Jacob Bender made the bench in that game for the first time. He didn't what? make it onto the field, but he's his name is listed as a substitute. So Look at that. That's cool. Bender making the bench. I didn't even yeah. know that. That's really cool. He's listed as a forward, too, which I don't know if he technically is a forward. That's a random side. You know, side I, I couldn't tell you. I think, he's, I think he's probably a one of those – uh, kind of tweeners. Yeah, tweeners. I think I think that's what they kind of talked about when he was signed. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was way back, I think, in like January or February. So yeah, it was a long I'm time not gonna ago. even pretend that I know what I'm talking about <laughs> past that. Um, but that that game ended four nil, and, and like a, we dominated. We scored in the seventh minute. Lewis Hilton scored in the 19th minute. Herrera scored in the 48th minute. Lewis Hilton scored again, and in the 80th minute, Alex Martinez scored. Um, that was the one where Alex had really kind of gotten on, under the skin of the uh, opposing fans. Yeah, because so I think he got subbed off shortly after, and he definitely like yes. What did he somersault? He somersaulted and then pointed to the to the name on his back. Yeah. It was a really great, uh, <laughs> not excessive celebration. It makes me think he was waiting to do that the whole game. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> but that that was one of our. That was a more pretty much a complete performance um it's a yeah i think that's our largest margin of victory with a clean sheet this year i think we've had you know we've had four goal we've had a four goal margin of victory several times i think we've had a couple of five ones st louis and new york red bulls we did that but i think this is the only four nil i'm pretty sure yeah um so it was a you know 90 minutes of domination in that one I and hope. It never was in doubt, I don't think at all. No, it was I, really chippy too, which that's one thing. If I'm not mistaken, oh God, well, when you go down three so zero that open. early, when you go down three zero, like by the what was it, the forty eighth minute? Yeah, that's you know, you get frustrated, and I think they were frustrated, and that was that was on the road too for us. That was such yeah. a great performance. It was a really good on the road performance too, and and speaking of on the road performances, Bethlehem is kind of an all or nothing team on the road. They Very are true. they have five wins and four losses, mm-hmm. I believe. So, I think that might speak to um maybe just the way the style that they play. They don't really look to bunker in and defend a whole lot. They're looking to attack, which kind of plays right into our hand because it seems like the teams that we struggle against are teams that are going to bunker in and be kind of parking the bus on us mm-hmm. where if you're going to attack us we're gonna kind of eat you alive and i think that's yeah. what happened the first time we played them so it's going to be interesting to see how they set up and what their uh i think what their were... tactics are going to be because mm-hmm. if they continue with their typical road game plan it could be another long night for them it could be I th- so we'll I see think we'll be okay against them too it does seem like after watching the Toronto game too, they definitely rested some of their starters. Yeah. Um, James Chambers did not start, and he normally starts. I don't know that he's started majority of the games, uh, but he's their captain more often than not. He came in like the 80th minute, um, so we played very sparsely. And then Seku Kona, um, their leading goal scorer, um, he did not play at all, if I'm not mistaken. But it is last, worth noting. And this was on Saturday? Toronto. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, actually. They played on Sunday. They played on oh. Sunday, yeah. Oh, they wow. played just last night. So they're um, going to be real tired then. Yeah, that's the other thing. So that's is, probably why they rested those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it is worth noting, too, they're, I think he's like fourth, but he's got three goals on the season. Uh, Corey Burke, uh, one of their forwards, is going to be suspended unless there's some sort of an appeal. He's got mm-hmm. his fifth yellow card of the season. Okay. Um, he's really good, too. He scored a really good goal against uh, Toronto. It was like a volley. 
He's one of the um, the reggae boys too. He oh, played really? in the, the US played, Open Cup. Oh, wow. I don't know how much he played, but you I mean know he the was Gold Cup. Gold Cup. Why did I say U.S. Open Cup? Jamaica's not playing in the, the I don't Gold think Jamaica's Cup, don't playing think. in the U.S. Open Cup. Or U.S. Open Cup. I'm mixing up everything. <laughs> They're playing in some cup, and yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it'll be interesting. I mean, I think Seku Kona was going to start either way, especially considering that he'd been uh, rested, unless there's some injury that I don't know about, which is very possible considering it's USL. Um, <laughs> but it'll be worth noting that he's not going to be playing more than likely. Um, yeah, and it looks like we rested uh, Drew Marcus Davidson. So he, he'll likely start along with Ross unless uh, Hilton – although I wouldn't mind seeing Hilton based on how well he played against exactly. them last time. I wouldn't time. mind seeing that, but the other thing I meant to look up before we did this episode, and I did not, is I don't think we have a good record without Davidson when he is Probably not, not. I mean, Davidson I know is the really Louisville game we lost, and I don't think he played – if I'm not mistaken, I don't think he played at all in that game. I know he didn't start. Um, because I remember, I, I think you're right. I think he I'm did pretty not sure play. Lewis. I think it was Ross and Lewis and Ross, in the midfield yeah. that game. Um, so that's one thing worth of note. So we've that's three so. games then at least that we've lost when he has not played because yeah. we lost the opener to Charleston when he was suspended. And then we oh, lost. Yeah, I completely forgot. About What's that? our fourth right. loss? Rochester. I think he played in Rochester. Rochester is kind sure of an outlier. Yeah, Rochester. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know where their actual stadium is, but I don't think it's actually like. Well, for us, it's hell. Ground. It is hell, yeah. <laughs> it's below... Um, it's below sea level. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. I don't know what I was going with. All right, well, what's your what's your prediction for Wednesday night? Um, Wednesday night, I'm thinking... For the game of the week presented by ESPN. Presented by ESPN. That I'm probably not going to be at, which I'm really sad Well, about. you can watch it on ESPN3 slash watch ESPN. Well, I'm probably not going to be able to watch it on ESPN. I'm at the, hopefully that the well, stream you know will be what? available and it will you, not be bad. With I believe with ESPN, uh, with Watch ESPN, I believe you can go back and watch anything that has occurred in the last 48 to 72 hours. That maybe. sounds about right. Don't quote me on that. I just hope it's better than the recent USL streams. That's all I'm I would think for. so. I would think that's one of the perks of um, bringing in an ESPN crew is that you're going to get a little bit more quality. Um, they no may offense, have those tents up though. I forgot no about this. this is a really big sidebar. USL, but um, sometimes, they've been really bad recently. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the process is, but somebody needs to start maybe editing those. Yeah, because um, it's getting a little rough. I'm okay with if you they take a day longer to upload them. If yeah. it's just a better stream. Yeah, that's true. But prediction: Bethlehem Steel. Um, I definitely think we field our typical starters. Dennis Castillo is probably going to start. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. We forgot to mention forgot that. that. Uh, he is back. Colorado in... slash Charlotte announced that yeah. he's been loaned back to us. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, I don't know. I'm, like, impartial about it. Um, he's still a great player. There's, I don't want to pretend like he's not. If he's on the same form he was when he left, I yep. think it could be a good thing. I I hate that it's probably going to push Austin Yearwood to yeah. the bench. That's the main thing that I hate um, is that Because he's, he's been playing really yeah. well. I hate to see him get pushed for... Um, reasons out of his control. Exactly. Because um, he adds something very distinct to our game, I think. Um, but prediction. Let me stop rambling and uh, get to my prediction. Let's say 3-0. Let's say 3-0. Wow. Yeah, I think we're going to handle them pretty well. Um, they won't. I'm pretty sure they won't. I don't want to say they won't because whenever I say something or I make – remark about a player it doesn't happen um but i'm pretty sure they won't be starting the 16 year old goalkeeper 
Um, I'm pretty sure they're going to have Jake McGuire, who's played pretty well for them in goalkeeper. Back from Philadelphia? Yeah. I don't know why, but he started the Toronto game randomly. He may not. Okay. That may have been like an apparition because the union didn't need him. Maybe. Um, um, but it is worth noting that the 16-year-old goalkeeper did make USL history, and he won against who did they beat? The last game that they played, or the two games ago? Two games ago. I believe ago. it was Richmond, you said. Yeah, I think it was Richmond. No, it was... Uh, it wasn't Richmond. It was Ottawa, I think. Whoever it was, they beat. They beat, and he won. He He's the youngest goalkeeper in USL history to record a win, is what I'm trying to say. All right. Um, whoever <laughs> it was they beat, they made the wrong side of history. So Ben's going with a 3-0. Yeah, 3-0. All right, that's I bold. think that there's going to be a lot of pride played with... Um, Especially with the ESPN being there and whatnot. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a big night. Um, but I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say two one. I think two one. Okay. I think it's gonna take us a little while because we've kind of been rotating the squad a lot. That's a good point. Um, I think it's gonna kind of take us a game or two to kind of get back with our chemistry in the attacking third. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go two one. Uh, okay. Charlotte's gonna win, um, and I think it's gonna be a late winner. Mm. I don't know who's yeah. going to score it, but I'm yeah, gonna say I, it's going to. I think it's going to be a late winner. Cool. I can agree with that. I mean, I th- yeah. And I hope it's in front of a huge crowd on Wednesday night. So, if you're listening to this and you haven't decided if you're coming, cancel whatever plans you've made and come to the game. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. So moving on to Saturday's game, yes, which is not against Richmond, like I thought. So all of my notes, all of my <laughs> I thought notes it was against Toronto. So neither one of us did not. I didn't prepare for Toronto. <laughs> thank God. I was about to start prepping for that one. But yeah, uh, I sat here and took notes for like 15 minutes about the two Richmond games that we've played, and we're not playing <laughs> Richmond. So we are playing Orlando City B. We play them in like three weeks, and he's just really focused and preparing yeah. for that. Which Orlando City B is. They draw a lot. They have they a record six of six wins, six losses, and ten ties. Yeah. By far the most ties. Too. Yeah. It was uh, it was pretty crazy. Um, uh, from what I've seen of Orlando City, they're not very good. <laughs> uh, they started on a high note. They drew <laughs> us one-to-one in the second game of the season in a game where we didn't play all that well, but we kind of dominated them, but we just couldn't finish. Yeah. Um, and we then were still trying to figure out who we were as a team. Later on in the season, we went down to Orlando City Stadium and ha- beat them handily 3-1. Uh-huh. Um, that was one of our better performances. I remember Jorge Herrera just absolutely destroyed uh, on one of their goals. It was just one of those. Uh, he, yeah. he just destroyed two or three defenders on his way to, I believe, an assist. I don't know who finished it, but that, that's all I remember about those games. Those games were on the road. Um, I think mm-hmm. coming... Yeah, home. we did play both. I forgot about that. We haven't played them at, nope, at home we've, yet. We've played at the beautiful Orlando City Stadium twice now, mm-hmm. um, where Orlando City B is 1, 2, and 7. Yeah, I was just about to look at that. It's kind of funny. They're actually better on the road than they are at home. So they're like the... I don't know why. Um, the galaxy of, of the USL. The USL, yeah. <laughs> I, maybe because they're they're playing in front of like 200 people in that beautiful yeah massive stadium it's gotta, but when they're playing on the road they're playing in smaller stadiums so <laughs> they're like i maybe don't their know fans travel better oh no i don't think it. that's it <laughs> but anyways they have um they're coming into this game on a little bit i, I don't i guess you could call it a good run they haven't yeah. lost since <laughs> june 20th they're, they've been, um, they've not been beaten in a while but they have 
uh, they have win, draw, 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 win. So they haven't lost since June 20th, but they haven't won. Oh, no, that's not true. They won just this past Saturday against Richmond. So I take that yeah, back. Yeah, but they beat Richmond. So, I mean, <laughs> so they, and they beat them 1-0. So. No, they've only scored multiple wow, goals. Wow, that was their first win of the year at home, too. They have only... Here, hold on. I'm going to yeah. pull a, stra- a stat out of, <laughs> out of here. They have scored multiple goals. Ooh. It looks like four times. I'm going to pretend to talk. Oh, okay, five times. times. Five times. All season. is all they've scored multiple game- goals. So first and one to two goals wins. Basically. And I think this is, might be one where... Our chemistry gets rolling again offensively because um, so. this will be likely – we'll likely start our best 11 two games in a row. That's kind mm-hmm. of been Coach Jeffrey's M.O. He's not looking to rotate the squad much um, unless it's rotate much desperate either. situation. Not, yeah. Maybe not even desperate, but maybe it's after several straight games. So I, I, I would expect to see the same 11 or 12 guys start both games. I would think so. Um, I mean, Maybe a rotation here and there. Especially if there's an Enzo Martinez yellow card in the first game. I think he's still sitting yeah. on yellow card accumulation suspension. Um, I was really afraid he did get a yellow card late in that Ottawa game. There was some foul, and of course with the According strain, to the USL yeah. website, Bilal Duckett got a yellow card, which I yeah. never saw the referee give, so I don't know. I don't remember. That was odd. But I vaguely remember that one. There weren't many cards in that Ottawa game, unlike no. the Toronto game. There were a lot of cards in that one. Mm-hmm. So hopefully uh, there are not a lot of cards in either home game because i think yes. we've seen enough of yellow cards at the at the sportsplex for a, been a our lifetime cards. there's been a lot of yellow cards in general recently in usl refs not to bring well it's that. uh it's an important part of the season we're getting to the final third of the season yeah it's starting it's the playoff push now mm-hmm. um at, these two games are important if charlotte wants to stay on top of the league mm-hmm. i think they will um kind of bounce back i think we've seen that this team is very resilient <laughs> They have really only struggled for long periods of time once, and that was at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll see a good bounce back. I think um, we will, I think especially we're, I, looking ahead towards the, where we are in the table. Um, I think we'll be. I think we'll handle both these teams. I think we'll get six points out of both these games. Um, I think we need to based on the OCB results. OCB has Canada. a lot to play for though, because um, they are sitting right now in ninth. And they are technically tied with New York Red Bulls with 28 points, but looking on the outside in, um, yeah, it made me chuckle because they have a zero goal differential and New York has a negative nine goal differential. But well, when New York loses, they lose big, I guess. Yeah. Is the <laughs> and but Orlando City, to their credit, they don't give up that many goals. No, they have a pretty strong defense. Their goalkeeper, their I remember their really goalkeeper. Good. I wrote about him at the beginning of the year. Yeah. He, uh, they give up a lot of shots, but he makes a lot of saves. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know that this is one where we're gonna win five, six to one, or anything like that. Yeah. But I, I also don't think we're gonna give up a goal in this one. I, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and make so. my prediction. I'm gonna say we win this one two zero. Two zero. Um, okay. I think, I think it's gonna be one that we win pretty easily. Um. But it's not gonna be like a blowout. Does seventy five percent success rate save? the ball sound good because that sounds good to me that's what earl edwards jr has i was just looking at that well that means that only one out of every four shots is a or shots on target is a goal so that's that's a pretty good that ratio good i mean me. i don't pretend to i know think i don't know what charlotte's so well, uh 
average shots on target per game is, but I would imagine it's not more than four. Or it's not, excuse me, not more than four. I, I would imagine it's not more than eight. Hmm. So if we're going by pure statistics, True. then we can expect to score like one and a half goals or something. I, if, yeah. I but think I, think, a, a I, I, I think this is a game where we're going to dominate the possession because we're playing at home. Uh-huh. Um, and Orlando just really, they can't, they can't match up with us. They don't have the talent that we They're have. They're a mixed bag. At the, at um, and it's one of those things with them being an MLS affiliate, they rotate people in all the time. Yeah, that's um, true. They also do have random note that I wanted to make sure to mention. They've got Paul Klaus. I'm probably saying that wrong. I don't remember how to pronounce his last name. Who played for former, us last year? Yeah, former Independence player. Um, so he and he's been starting a handful of games, if I'm not mistaken. So just, but I think we'll be fine against them. They they do tend to rotate a lot. Um, as far as a prediction goes, um, let's say one zero. One zero. Okay. Yeah, because their goalkeeper is pretty solid. Have um, we won a game one zero all year? Uh, I know we've lost a game. No, yeah, we didn't lose a game one zero. Yeah, I was did. thinking that was Charleston, but they we lost uh, Louisville one zero. Ah, we did. Good call, on the spot. I just I I, I don't think we're a type of t- we don't play a lot of one zero games either, either way this year yeah. at least. Um, we're kind of not feast or famine. I don't want to say we're feast or famine as far as either scoring or not scoring, but I believe the statistic is we are undefeated when scoring two goals or more. So if mm. we get to two goals. We're at least getting a point out of the match. Um, I would, yeah, I think that's accurate. I don't know. I know for this was the first game. This was a random thing that I saw. I don't even remember who it was on Twitter. Darn it! I need to get better at name dropping. But I think this was the first game that we lost when we scored a goal, and we were one of the few USL teams that had that stat. Yeah, that was a while ago. I saw that. So honestly, that even, yeah. And I feel I, like that was a random thing. But that is cool. a random stat. I don't know. We definitely have not lost if we scored two or more goals. Yeah. I just noticed that, confirmed that as I view this. And we have not won a game 1-0. Um, so, so we did only lose one game 1-0, and that was the Louisville. So, so we've got right predictions. Um, ben said we're going to win 3-0 on Wednesday night against Bethlehem and 1-0 against Orlando City B. I said we're going to win 2-1 against Bethlehem on Wednesday night and 2-0 on saturday so with that we're going to move into listener questions which i believe we only have two and they're both from aaron moyer yes thank you aaron moyer for Um, contributing i feel aaron moyer is a charleston supporter (laughs) so not even a uh charlotte independent supporter we did put a closet independent supporter i'm sure yeah for sure we put out the call a little late to be fair though yeah that's one thing i noticed is i was when i decided to tweet that out i was like this is probably going to be sent no everyone's going to notice this about like seven or eight tonight when they're winding down from their monday and and we're going to be done yeah but that's okay um kind of we were kind of crunched for time i don't know if anybody noticed but i didn't tweet once after the toronto game but Mm because i had a very busy weekend yes um like i said i was in a wedding and so i was not near my phone much so i missed out on a lot including some fantastic uh premier league action yeah. Which I caught up on um, a little bit yesterday afternoon. Huddlesfield Town—that's uh, a random another. I was just—we'll go on in that. Well, we'll talk about that in another episode <laughs> when we don't have four games to talk about. EPL Premier League edition <laughs> for the Independence Podcast. So the first question was: How much do the Carolinas hate Canada on a scale of yup to totally and completely? Um, I think I'm gonna go with totally and completely. I don't know yeah. about you. 
I, I always, I've, <laughs> as far as soccer goes, yes. Um, I do, I do normally like Canada. In fact, I'll even say, like, my first MLS experience was at a Whitecaps game. Yeah. So that, I don't entirely like all of Canada when it comes to soccer. Just the eastern side of Canada when it comes to yeah, soccer. Yeah, I've never been to Canada, um, but these two games never. made me not want to go. Yeah. That's I did. not true. I still really want to go. <laughs> I pr- now I want to go to Toronto Stadium and just graffiti it with something. <laughs> um, you suck. Yes. You I'm suck. not very creative and, and on the spot here. but yeah. uh, No, I would love to go to Toronto and see uh, the real Toronto play. Yes. With not Michael Bradley Ronto. and uh, Josie Altidore and Sebastian The adult Giovinco. Reds as opposed to the young Reds. The big Reds. The big Oh, big Reds. Is that what they call them? That makes no. more sense than the That's adult That's what I'm Reds. calling them. anyways we're getting way off here getting a little silly here at the end um but yeah uh charleston also had a rough go up in canada the visa issues kind of left a bad taste in everybody's Mm -hmm. mouth i know we had to leave alex martinez at home due to a visa issue we're assuming because it was a visa issue well james thomas said that it was a visa issue oh okay i don't know what the exact issue is um like we talked about in the last episode a lot of stuff in USL is well, kind of kept hush-hush. the hush. rumor mill is, and this is directly from Eastern Conference Confidential, is that Toronto was uh, wearing Canadian border agent garb, and they stopped <laughs> Charleston players, and I'm assuming Alex Martinez from getting into the country. Now, why they didn't stop Enzo or anybody else? For us, I don't know why. Because Alex Martinez, despite not being a stat sheet stuffer, mm-hmm. is one of our most important players. Yes. Um, that we've talked about that. We won't we have. Yep. go into that, but anyways. But we are still after all this, even though we did tie and lose a game. We're still on top. We're still on top. That's what's important. Um, the top is getting really congested though. So we definitely did get lucky um in that sense because there was an off chance that the Rowdies or <clears throat> Charleston could have leapfrogged us or tied us, what whatever you want to call it. Um the battery tied with the New York Red Bulls. I think it was a 2-2 draw. Mm-hmm. It was a draw. Um, and an interesting – I really expected them to take full control of the Red Bulls, going back home, having Romario back. Um, they just uh, – oh, what's his name? I forgot his name. Wow. Uh, they just – they lost one of their main players to uh, MLS squad. The New York – they the New York Red Bulls 2 player that I cannot remember – and it's going to oh, be, yeah. um, Brandon Allen? No, he was loaned. They, lo- they loaned him. That was earlier. They, they, another, they lo- guy. another guy? Uh, uh, Vincent Bescourt? That's him. Vin- the, he the was Frenchman. I should have known that. Yeah, he got signed to the MLS squad, so the, he just left. The Big Bulls. The Big Bulls, yes. Okay. Um, and then the Rowdies played uh, St. Louis last night. And lost. Lost. Four so to three. There go, was no Way defense. to go, St. Louis. Yeah. They were playing with, I don't know, What's they were both playing with seven men. There was no before back line. No, no, oh, they were playing futsal. <laughs> yeah, futsal. Which actually, I don't even know what that is. I need to look with that up. I've heard a lot about futsal. Um, but Louisville right now is second in a tied with Charleston with thirty-eight points, and they played three yeah, less games. They, than Charleston. Um, I believe Louisville will be would be on first place um, on points per game, and I believe we would be in second on points per game. Just That's I haven't done right. the math on that, but just yeah. looking at the points. And how many games everybody's played. We've played 22 and Louisville's played 20. Mm-hmm. So that obviously they would jump us probably in points per game. But um, after this week, we might be caught up as far as our games in hand. I don't, I don't know how exactly the USL I schedule works. I know we works. get caught up by the time we go to Charleston. Yeah. Or we play Charleston. The USL schedule yeah. is just all kind of crazy. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. Pe- East keeps meeting West randomly. 
I know there's a couple. This is a random tangent. We don't need to go down. But there's just a lot of random matchups yeah. that happen, and it's just not balanced at all, which is really yeah. The unbalanced schedule is tough to to kind of handle. Although it it shouldn't be, but it is. Mm. You know, if with we play it, now oh, never mind. Yeah. Discussion. <laughs> like I said, time. we won't go into it. USL um, scheduling edition of Talking Jacks. Yeah. So the second question from uh, Aaron was kind of about the the MLS stuff, and um, sorry, Aaron, we're not really going to talk about MLS. I know me personally, yeah. I'm really tired of talking about the MLS expansion stuff. Um, we had all the frenzies back like a month ago, and at this point, it is what it is. Um, we're going to leave glad that. It's died down, to be honest we're going to leave that to our uh, Big Brother podcast, the Soccer and Sweet Tea podcast. Oh no, I'm on that podcast this week. Or our uh, or our cousin yeah. podcast, the Second Yellow Show. Um, Ooh, they yeah. want to talk about. MLS, they will, um, but I just don't really want to touch it. No. So that ends our loose listener question segment of the week. We'll try to do a little bit better yeah. next week as far as getting, <laughs> those, a little better getting that call for questions a out. thought on a Monday afternoon. Yeah, because we absolutely would love to hear from more of our listeners absolutely. and answer more questions, whether it be questions like, why isn't Alex Martinez playing? Yeah. Um, and there are no stupid questions, just to throw it out there. No. We, we're not professionals by any means. And if there are stupid questions, we're probably the ones asking them. Yep. Because, like I said, we're not professionals. We're just big fans. I'm just um, a guy we who try looks to at the talk, USL website way too much. Yeah, we try to talk to uh, team staff as much as possible. Um, but mm-hmm. as not being affiliated with like a newspaper or no. a professional outlet, Obviously, we're we not going to get all the all the information. We won't do that because there could be <laughs> children listening in the car or wherever. But we could do whatever we want to. Yeah. So, anyways, um, your non-professionals are going to sign off. Yes. For the week, we hope to see you on Wednesday and Saturday. It sounds like Ben may not be able to make it, but yeah, as I may far not be there for either one of them, which means. That we're gonna win five to one twice as long yes. as you go across state lines. See, I don't work across state lines. Well, unfortunately. maybe you can talk to your boss and like I'll go on an assignment. Yeah, yeah, or I'll get lost. I could do that. There you go. <laughs> like I'll get lost on a. Trip. Just say you'll only make deliveries in Rock Hill. <laughs> How about yeah, that? Yeah, I think we can make that happen. All right, yeah. that sounds great. So from all of us at the Talking Jacks, which is just two of us, um, I hope you have a wonderful evening or afternoon or morning, whichever time you're listening to us at. And um, think of us as you go throughout your day. Uh, Come on, you jacks. Woo!